listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome back to the first ever Fantasia 2015 podcast. See, because we've done Fantasia podcasts before, but it's the first one we're doing in 2015. I did not see any movies, yep. and, and, and probably I'm not going to see any movies. You saw two movies. I did. You saw Therapy for a Vampire yep. and Summertime Blockbuster Ant-Man 3D. I did. So I know nothing about these movies. I didn't see them. You know nothing about those Well, I mean, I know who Ant-Man is. Yes. But you I know. don't really know anything about the movie. Okie dokie. So, um, Der Vampir auf der Couch uh, is a German uh, comedy film. You had Co- me at Der. Yep. The therapy for a vampire. Okay. So, like, the premise is that um, this, like, this, so the vampire that is in the film is, like, the super classic Dracula-type right. vampire. Like, mm-hmm. all the fl- flight and transforming into Does whatever. Like a big cape. Big cable, you know, from right. Transylvania, that kind of vampire. And Got then um, he moves into a new city. He mm-hmm. gets himself tangled up into this mixed up uh, love quadrangle with his vampire girlfriend, mm-hmm. a painter who's been hired to paint his girlfriend mm-hmm. and the painter's girlfriend. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to see a therapist and get counseling because he's lost his lust for life. <laughs> it's like a great setup, though. Like, if you think, like, for, for comedy potential. Lust for unlife. Yes. <laughs> did, did did you know how you you made that little huh noise? Yeah, yeah. That was like the humor level of the whole film. So, <laughs> like very unfortunately, and I, like I don't, you know, I don't want to judge this all too harsh. A long time ago, somebody made a joke to me about how German people don't have a sense of humor. Right. And this film makes me afraid that that may be true. I'm sorry, German people. Huh. But based on this and um, <laughs> what was it, Wetlands last year? It didn't yeah. didn't really work for me. But anyway, this was like it like the the comedy level was at the level of slapstick and puns okay. very much throughout the film. So even though like the the sets were great, the acting was great, the like setup was perfect for me. The like I loved every part of this movie, w- with the exception of the core comedy. Is it possible that the puns just didn't translate? And then you were like, man, these might have like killed in German. German, you know, yeah. that actually might be possible because because. But 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 you could tell when there was a pun, and you mm-hmm. could tell like the, the direction set up that a laugh was supposed to have just happened. So they didn't come out of weird places, and you could tell like the translation work actually did work puns into it. Yeah, that yeah presumably yeah. it maybe yeah you're right. It, maybe it was slicker in German, and it yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah. come through. But um, like I loved every part of this movie except for the comedy. And if the comedy in a comedy movie is just not that funny, like overall the the experience feels underwhelming, even if everything else kind of worked. Okay. So that's where I was with that. So performances and stuff, though, like you said, excellent. Really good, like like, so good enough to make me. You know, I don't know. We've talked about this would before. It, would it just yeah. would it have played better if somehow it was like dramatic? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, were the acting was the acting good enough that you're like, oh, this like, if you reworked the entire thing and didn't make it zany and slapstick, these performances yeah. and whatever are super good, or was it like? I I think it w- like it was g- or it felt good enough to me that mm-hmm. yes it could have held itself own if oh. it had been done as a drama or if the comedy had been like a little more intellectual or if they had like focused I'll talk about this in the spoilers if they had like focused more on the therapy aspect okay which like to me is inherently fucking hilarious right like like he's like dealing with I mean like we we've spent a good portion of our uh, youth adults pretending <laughs> to <laughs> whatever pretending to be vampires 
Sure. Like, so you can kind of like we I think we have gotten into the mindset of vampires. Yeah, yeah. And you're like I guess there could be some hilarious psychological problems of you're like what is my fucking unlife even? About? Anyway, I, I like I, I think th- this was still good enough to go and see, but I wouldn't like put it at the top of your list. It's just kind of like neat to see comedy from another country, right. and and also like like I said, the sets and the setup were all amazing, and the acting was great, and the chick. Um, where am I? I've lost her name all of a sudden, but she was wonderful. The um, the so paint, the painter's girlfriend. So, who's your uh, your your recommendation to this? Would be like if you want like more of a novelty comedy because it's a foreign language. Yeah, and and I might even say like this would work as like a kids comedy, except that kids aren't going to sit there and read subtitles. Right, like, the whole film was in German, so that that doesn't work. Or maybe if you're German first language. Maybe yes. If you are German first language, <laughs> you are German first language, and you want a delightful comedy for you and your family about right. vampires. There you are. Therapy for a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, that, like the blood was light, so I guess maybe this is more of a family comedy. <laughs> or maybe I just didn't get it. Like, I'm, I'm going to put that out there. I felt I felt a little bad for not loving this more. All right, so now is your big one. Yep, it's Ant-Man. Ant-Man 3D, starring Hollywood heartthrob Paul Rudd. <laughs> I thought it was it was John's heartthrob Paul Rudd. John's heartthrob Paul <laughs> yeah. Rudd. Um, big month for Paul Rudd. It, Wet Hot American Summer coming out at the oh, end of the month, yeah. and Ant-Man coming out. Man, I, after watching the trailers for Wet Hot American Summer, I went and rewatched Wet Hot American Summer, and I, I loved it so much. <laughs> anyway, so so <laughs> stay, stick your, your bar was high for Paul Rudd entertaining you. It was very high because you know, here's here's the thing with all of these these like Marvel action summer blockbuster right. films. We're in a world where our mar our like summer blockbuster movies are like just just head and shoulders better than they were. 10 years ago right. or 15 years ago like Marvel has pushed the bar on these things up they're not fucking Casablanca right like but nobody's expecting that you just want to go in be entertained have yeah, a like good you, time with the you movie compare them to like 90s era Stallone and Schwarzenegger action exactly, flicks you're like exactly. what like and that, that like you're not comparing it with the great classics you're comparing it with those so Ant-Man is another like another jewel in the many jeweled crown of the Marvel franchise this movie did everything that you expected to do adequately so <laughs> that's you know? Okay. Here, here's my my big question. <laughs> yeah. Like I actually have like fallen behind on yes. the a lot of the the Marvel movies. I haven't seen one of the Iron Mans. I haven't seen yeah, the yeah. latest Avengers. And I'm like, and this one also. This is a, a one, yeah. right? Like this is like, I mean, Ant Man one. Whether they'll make a two or not. Yeah. So I'm like, I know there's going to be an origin story. Yeah. And I know it's going to be handled like Marvel style. And it's just like, despite the fact that I think Paul Rudd's funny and the trailer looks like they're playing this one a little more for laughs yep. than a lot of the others, I have a really really hard time to be excited about it. Really? Like I just I'm like, eh, this is a Marvel movie and I'll watch it if I well, if I watch it and mm-hmm. if I don't, I don't. I'm sure they'll like he'll be around in Avengers three or something. Like well, does it does it do anything new to the Marvel genre? Th- no, not really. No? And and I think I think that like I was happy with it as a Marvel movie because I'm happy with an above above average action yeah. film. I'm entertained by it, but I, I like I kind of had the expectation number one that Paul Rudd would do more. Okay, and there was a lot of scenes where I felt like they set him up for comedy and then he just like didn't do it, you know. Oh. And obviously that's not his choice. Yeah. But I feel like there was a whole bunch of stuff that they could have put more comedy into, but they went the safe route and 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 it like felt safe, you know. And uh, and there was all this talk about the the initial director for this film, Edgar who got, yeah, who got pulled off of it, yeah. right? And maybe I, he was going to make it too funny. I think that's what ha- was happening. Marvel <laughs> was afraid of the, it being too good, and they were just like, <laughs> no, no, we got to tone this shit down because um, Paul Paul put on a very good performance, and he played opposite. Um, uh, what's his name? A legit actor. A legitimate actor, Michael Douglas. Yeah. And Michael Douglas like stole many, many scenes. He was incredible. Yeah. Not incredible. Fucking it's an action movie. He was very good. And yeah. and like there's no part of that, that that was like cringeworthy. Likewise the like blossoming relationship between uh, um Evangeline Lily's character who is I don't know any of this in the comics. I haven't read mm-hmm. any of that, but like um Hank Pym's um daughter. Right. 
uh, ends up sort of working with them all to infiltrate and destroy this like wasp costume that that the evil guy made. <laughs> Again, here's another the evil guy. <laughs> it's like, yep, there it is. The Marvel villains. Marvel just, doesn't have great villains. They don't have very good villains. Spider-Man has some good villains, and the rest of them. I was actually having a yeah. conversation the other day, being like, who are Iron Man's bad guys? And I was like. One of his Captain main America? One kind <laughs> kind of. Like one of his main bad guys is like Crimson Dynamo. And I was like, yeah. I've read a lot of comics and I'm like, who the fuck is Crimson Dynamo? Right. And it's well, dumb. Anyway, I like I, I want to talk more frankly about this, so we're just gonna jump ahead into the spoiler section. Is I, this is this a Marvel film? Do you have you seen one before? Yes. Then you know what this is gonna be <laughs> when you go out to see it. How does it how does it how does it rank on the Marvel scale? Just like that that's I guess before we hit spoilers. Actually that's a good point. So like so uh, to me I'm like Guardians of the Galaxy is number right one. now my mm-hmm. number one. Yeah. And then I think the first Avengers and then maybe Th- this is a candidate for a low top five slot. A low top five? So it's yeah. like better than Captain America? The first one? Uh, either of them. Uh, maybe not the second one, but it was definitely better than the first one. Better than Iron Man two. It was better than Iron Man 2. Okay. But that's not hard. Yeah. I don't think Iron Man 2. Iron Man 3 was... I didn't even see it. Yeah, (laughs) you're not... uh, You're not missing much. Okay. I feel... Okay, yeah. Anyway, let's... Let's do that thing where we get into the spoiler section, because we can talk... I feel like... So so you can talk talk frankly and... We've, like, wandered ad nauseum over these, so here we go. These are the spoilers. Okay, so... Spoil the shit out of... Spoil the shit out of... Yeah. Um, the therapy for the vampire. Okay, so the big failure in there is that he he only really gets therapized in like one or two scenes, okay. and they're pretty brief. Mm-hmm. And and then like after having these scenes, we're like, oh man, here, there's going to be this really like subtle setup with the therapist and whatever. And then they just kind of give up on that and go into having the um, vampires chasing after each other in mm-hmm. slapsticky kind of manner. Okay. So, like, maybe uh, there was just, like, extra disappointment from, like, not using that nice, the good not setup that the, they have. Not using the title of the film. The title of the film. <sighs> I'm just, I'm so sad. I've, and <laughs> I, I wanted it to work so much better than it actually oh. did, you know? I don't really know if there is anything super special to hype up in here. Does he die? Or does he die? He does not die. His, 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 so, he has this, like, wife who is also a vampire. Okay. And they've been living together for a really super long time. And part of him going to get th- therapy is that he's, like, fallen out of love with her. And he's clearly, like, lying every time that he tells her she's beautiful and whatever. And she's, like, the, like, classic queen of the night with the raven hair and the white, white, white skin yeah. and whatever. And then he has this lover that he had before he was with this vampire chick. Mm-hmm. And she ended up getting killed in these wacky circumstances, like, 500 years ago or whatever. But then he, she says to him, like, I know I'm going to die now. I'm going to come back for you. Right. And and so like the setup is that the painter who's going to paint the 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 vampire mistress mm-hmm. is her reincarnated his his girlfriend is is the reincarnation of the vampire's girlfriend right. from all those years ago so that's how they all get like twisted into each other but okay. I think you I think you get the the premise I don't really know if I have that much more to say all about right. all this Ant Man Ant Man well he goes in there's a lot of ants shoots yeah. up a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> he turns small he beats the bad guy. I mean, I mean, there, there you are. <laughs> it's a fucking Marvel movie. I don't know what I'm supposed to say else about this. Like, how how badly did Paul? Like, there, oh, I wish I had a concrete example in my head about how you see a, like a scene that has a setup. Paul Rudd turns and looks at the camera and says something sarcastic that is like like his smarmy kind of like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, I just I just did what felt natural. Like, what do you want? You know, like yeah, that, yeah. that that thing. But yeah. then it's just it wasn't that funny, and I knew there was stuff in there that could have could have they could have gone harsher. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck it, guys." So like, th- I, this is I guess we're we're gonna wrap up. Yeah. This is I mean just <laughs> and not not even at all a spoiler, yeah. but about a superhero movie that's not gonna be in the Marvel pantheon. Okay. But 
that maybe this movie could have benefited from, right? I don't know if you yeah. saw the trailer. It's like it's shitty and it's cam, but there's the leaked trailer for the Deadpool movie. Yes. Where they are going full-blown rated R. Yeah. And so there's going to be, like, violence and swearing and everything. So is that – and it's not officially part of the Marvel Universe? Well, no, but it's in the X-Men world, right? Oh, right, right. It's right. in the, the Fox zone. Fox zone, which is not Marvel. Well. It's not in the MCU. It's in the other one. Maybe anyway, this regardless, but this, with this movie, like, when you're saying that, like – I feel that the, what you're, from what you're saying, like, pull punches on the humor. Yeah. If they were allowed to, like, cuss and swear and whatever, maybe it would have been, like, the fucking best. Maybe. Like, you maybe. know, just, just like that little edgier to be like, this is not for kids necessarily. This yeah. is – we have Which Avengers I and s- – I think was the point of this one yeah. at first was that they were going to do something a little more edgy yeah. and not and, – and just, like, have that be part of the – I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like yeah. you can have a rated R film, and then he just doesn't cuss when he shows up in Avengers. Right. You know, like it's just yeah. not like yeah. that complicated. Or you make a joke about it. I was mask is malfunctioning now, or <laughs> like something stupid like that. Whatever. Exactly. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. I like whatever. It was delightful. I, I, I say all this, <laughs> and it like sounds negative. Like it was funny. It had great moments. There was good action scenes. The like the bits of him being shrunk down and fighting while mm-hmm. like growing and shrinking and mixing that shit up mm-hmm. in his combat was like spectacular. The the CG for him running around in like an ant world full yeah. of all these different ants doing all their shit like I, I don't think i've ever seen anything that looked that looked good. convincingly like he's running around with ants absolutely yeah and, <laughs> like, and not which just is weird because i was like in my head yeah. i when i imagine it it looks shitty like because i was like yeah. i have not seen the effects that i'm like if i if i think about a man shrinking and running around with honey ants, i shrink the kids and yeah, it's Rick it, Moranis. Is, it looks real bad exactly <laughs> yeah. in my head it looks bad yeah well you know it this did not this looked wonderful like I, I and like I said, top five Marvel movie, which is saying something because there's like 15 of them now. Yep. But uh, yeah, there was Ant Man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up on our next episode, John is going to be talking about uh, Um Ideal and Bridge End. That's right. Both of those films. See you soon, everybody. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder. 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9to5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie. And we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show we're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis uh, Fantasia's been so great so far so uh, yeah I'm done here we go thanks for listening 9to5.cc we're not working why should you thanks for listening <laughs>